Welcome back to Ballistic Chronicles. This is Gary Lewis. I'm your host. We talk rifles and ammunition. We talk big game hunting in the West and around the world. We talk outdoor cooking. And lately I've been taking the dogs on bird hunts in Eastern Oregon. We've gotten a few birds. No spectacular hunts so far this year. We're still looking forward to really hitting it big. Maybe on a quail hunt before the end of the season. And... I've been doing a little bit of outdoor cooking, used the Camp Chef Dutch oven to make cougar macaroni and cheese. So about five different cheeses, got myself a good recipe, put a little cougar meat in it and fed it to the family on Christmas Eve. My daughter, Tiffany, she pulls out a little chunk of this cougar meat. She says, hey, dad, what's this mystery meat? I said, that's cougar. She says, okay. And she set it down on the side of her plate and she kept eating the macaroni and cheese. So I guess it was good enough. And I made jerky in the Camp Chef pellet grill uh, last week. It was really good. I hadn't made jerky in a long time. And I'll be doing that again real soon. I used three different brines. And uh, in today's episode, we are going back to 1962 when a teenager walks into a music store in Bend, Oregon. And he plunks down $275 for a Fender Jazzmaster guitar. And you're thinking, well, wait, I tuned into a show about rifles and ammunition. We're going to talk about guitars. Yeah, we are. And uh, maybe you're going to like this episode where we talk about rock and roll and old rifles and how a one man got his start in uh, his life's work. Well, I want to tell you about my friend Bob Nosler. As you probably remember, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, my latest book is called Bob Nosler Born Ballistic. And uh, this the story of Nosler bullets and Nosler custom rifles began in 1948 when John Nosler founded the Nosler bullet company. And, and he was building a bullet called the Nosler Partition. His son, Bob, would grow up around the business and then eventually go to college at the University of Oregon, get drafted to participate in the Vietnam War, join to serve as a sonar technician in the submarine service in the Navy before coming back to Bend, Oregon, and began his career in the family business. At Nosler, he served as a gunner, production manager, vice president, president, and CEO in succession. And during his career, Nosler bullets became the standard of the industry, the standard by which all other bullets are judged. And today, Nosler products are used by sportsmen around the world. And I want to tell you a little bit about who Bob Nosler is today. Let's go back to 1962. So picture this. It's 1962 and a kid goes into a music store in the little town of Bend, Oregon, and he buys a guitar. He spends $275 for an electric slab board Fender Jazzmaster Three-color sunburst with a rosewood fingerboard and a tortoiseshell pickguard. 
He's been listening to rock and roll and he wants to play. Now, if you buy a guitar for $275 in 1962, that's a lot of money. He could have taken that same amount of money and bought two Winchester Model 70s, enough ammo for hunting season, and a hunting license for that amount of money. That was a lot of money in 1962. And the boy goes home, he straps on the guitar, he plugs the guitar into an amp, he sits down in front of the record player, he puts a vinyl disc on the platter, and puts the needle on the chorus over and over and over till he nails it. In those days, the kids were listening to Chubby Checkers and Chuck Berry, and it sounded something like this. On the other side of the country, in Michigan, a kid sits in front of a record player with a Gibson Birdland electric guitar, and he picks out a chorus from a Chuck Berry tune. Riding along in my automobile, my baby beside me at the wheel. I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile, my curiosity running wild. Playing the radio with no particular place to go. The kid from Oregon starts his first band, The Statesman, in 1962, while the kid from Detroit starts his band the next year and calls it The Amboy Dukes. They both graduated to a new sound they called hard rock. It had a hard edge to it, and it was being experimented with in other places too and uh, a sound that comes to mind is from the kinks this is 1964 another band that called themselves the high numbers would Changed their name to The Who, and they sounded like this. Both boys were hunters. One carried a bolt-action Winchester Model 70, while the other one shot a bow and arrow. They were American boys steeped in freedom and raised in a culture that celebrated individual action and responsibility. They both had strong mentors. One was mentored by a pioneering bullet maker. The other was mentored by Fred Bear, a bow-hunting pioneer. The kid from Oregon, now a young man, walks away from college at the University of Oregon and away from his band, and joins the U.S. Navy and the Submarine Service. The kid from Michigan gets a 4F rating and keeps working on his guitar riffs. This is the Amboy Dukes.
That's Ted Nugent on lead guitar. Listen to that. Ted Nugent gets his first big hit with Cat Scratch Fever in 1977, and Bob Nosler's first big hit was Ballistic Dip. Both men have served on the board of directors of the National Rifle Association, and by the nature of the organization, they were seated next to each other sometimes in alphabetical order. Two harder-working American men it would be hard to find, working hard and playing hard. Relentless, that's the word I use to describe Bob Nosler. And I wrote this introduction to the book, Bob Nosler, Born Ballistic. It was the last thing I did before we published this book. And I, I talked to John Snow, the editor of Outdoor Life, and it was after that conversation that I had an aha moment. It helped me synthesize in my mind this relentless, hardworking young man that grew up to be the leader of an industry it describes the young musician, it describes the sailor, the newly hired lube technician at Nosler Bullets, the vice president of operation, the businessman who engineered the deal to bring the company back to family ownership. And that's a central part of this book. It's the pivotal moment. And it's the hunter who brought us Ballistic Tip and Acubond, the president, the CEO, the chairman of the board, and the fighter for freedom. And if it was not for Bob Nosler... The premium bullet industry would look considerably different. Intensity and leadership are part of the connective tissue in the Nosler family, but that does not tell the story of this hunter, this man, this family of industry. Nosler employees know this better than anyone else. One longtime employee told me of Bob's passion for the well-being of each member of the workforce, and I saw that when I worked there too. This employee saw Bob Nosler time and again stick by employees when they were in need. He saw him give advice quietly at opportune moments. He was an advocate you didn't know you had. So this story, Bob Nosler Born Ballistic, is the story of a business in its second generation of leadership. It's a story of adventure and business intertwined in a uniquely American way. Like the first book in this series, John Nosler Going Ballistic, this is the story of America and the American way. I asked Bob, do you still have that old guitar, that Fender Jazzmaster? And he said that he didn't. He, he left it behind when he walked away from the band. Incidentally, you can hear some of that music still if you go to YouTube and you search on the Dominions. That was the name of the band that he was in in college at the University of Oregon in Eugene. The song is called I Need Her. So that's the soundtrack. If you want to read Bob Nosler, Born Ballistic, those are the tunes that are playing in your head. 
And if you can find yourself a Fender Jazzmaster from 1964, that guitar is probably worth $10,000 today. And if you've got a Winchester Model 70 from 1964, that's probably a $2,000 or $3,000 rifle, and you're glad to own it. Thanks for listening. If you want to support free speech and good hunting content in the internet age, look for our coffee and books at GaryLewisOutdoors.com. You can find our latest books on our website, GaryLewisOutdoors.com. You can find Bob Nosler Born Ballistic at Nosler.com and Amazon.com. We have a limited supply of our new Ballistic Chronicles hip flask, and you can package it with one of our classic deer hunting books or John Nosler Going Ballistic for only $15 more. And if you want that Ballistic Chronicles hip flask, send me a note at GaryLewisOutdoors at gmail.com. I'll make it easy for you. We'll see you on the trail.